0: Everybody welcome back to another episode of the Reaction Therapy podcast. What a great show we have on tap for you today. Another artist interview discussion we get to have Nick. I can't believe it, but we get to bring in Updog today. Yeah. One of the artists that we've reacted to. What's Updog the name of the song? <laughs> and I man, I loved watching that one cuz it had mental health, but we I, I love the artist interviews. Yeah, they're so cool because
1: like Updog, you know, it's not like a Juice World or NF, like a huge artist. So it's really cool to see these like smaller artists that have a lot of really good information in their songs. And I'm excited to talk to him to see what kind of mental health, um, sp- I guess, mental health spotlight or mental health like topics he can talk about. I'm excited.
0: I know. And also, I'm sure the question he gets from every person he ever talks to is... What does up dog, mean? What's up, dog <laughs> me! What does mean? So, hopefully so we'll to I want to ask out. that. I want to find out. I like to get little tidbits of information about yeah. you know, what's coming next and you know things about him. We we've got some good questions lined up for him today and can't wait for this because you know, one of our goals with mental health awareness to the world is through getting straight to these artists. And sometimes these artists they put out songs, but we don't know like the person behind the exactly. song, and so for for us being so mental health focused, we can ask them about you know the real issues happening in life, how yeah. they're dealing yeah. with them themselves, and then how they deal with them and the people that are listening. So yeah. very different than a typical podcast, but hopefully we keep getting more and more of these artists that are so good. I can't wait to meet Updog, well, and to find out what his name actually is, yeah, I'm beyond excited. that because I don't so, think it's Updog.
1: I want to uh, want to let y'all know that he is from Greece. He was born in Greece. That's and pretty cool. He now lives in Berlin, which is pretty cool. So, Germany. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I just anything
0: else that. you know about him, like from your from your uh, ex- expansive research? Not really. On the only dog? thing
1: I really know is that he does like to put mental health in his songs. He says he's said on multiple different articles that uh, music is his therapy. Like he makes music. Mm-hmm um for for his therapy and he puts all of his like yeah deep thoughts and in, um into his That's music so, cool. so
0: and shout That's out to part. colleen yeah huge supporter of reaction therapy who has pressed and pressed on us week after week to get an updog song in yeah. the reaction so we did it and then lo and behold he commented he commented and... Nick follows up yeah and there we go <laughs> and we got that works a discussion interview yeah. with him. So, as we always say, without further ado, let's get into this with Updog, Giannis, aka Updog. Thank you for taking the time to be here. Like this is super exciting to talk to an artist that we've actually reacted to. Thanks for being here.
2: Thank you, man. It's an honor, and I loved your video reacting to my song, and I love all your videos. Uh, so it's really cool to be here and you know i love blabbering on about my music so you know anytime <laughs> i can do that i'm more than happy to <laughs> now we're on
0: a podcast and we get to just blabber on that's really cool but you have to tell me because i'm i'm fascinated the name Updog, like yeah. what's the i know everybody asks you that but <laughs> where's it from
2: um you know i was just i started this project like three years ago now um And I was just like, I was trying to come up with a name and I was trying to be super edgy. Like, oh man, like some creative ass name, you know, whatever. And I I was just watching The Office. I'm a huge Office fan. And um, it's the scene where Steve Carell is trying to do the updog joke and he's like failing miserably. And I was just like, man, I I always laugh at that scene, even though I know it's like a total dad joke. And I'm like, it's kind of not funny, but it's also really funny at the same time. And that is my humor. I'm really like a person who makes bad jokes. And- Updog is just like the quintessential bad joke. So I was like, hey, I got to call myself that. It's just kind of like ironic because the project started super serious and then there's like this, you know, sort of dichotomy of like, you know, super serious music and like a really honestly dumb name, uh, which is just who I am as a person. So I felt like it just defined me perfectly in that moment.
0: Finally, we get the answer to that. Okay, (laughs) on top of that, music... (laughs) artist being an artist has that been your entire life like are you where did that inspiration come from and when did you start
2: sure um well yeah you know I gotta say like I think I've been writing music since I was a kid you know whether I was aware of it or not I was just humming random songs in the car and I would come up with stuff Uh, I started playing guitar when I was really young because my dad put me onto it I was in bands through all of high school and middle school. I was in choir and stuff, and I studied. I got a bachelor's degree in audio engineering, um, Mm. kind of learned how to produce. Um, And honestly, like the last 10 years still, to be honest, I've been in the music industry, like working uh, in a label as a label executive. So I've been signing artists for years, and I was doing like the business side. Cause I kind of like left the oh. artistic side on the side uh, for a while cuz i was like i need to make money <laughs> i need to make a living off this and honestly it's like 3 years ago where where i decided to kind of like okay like i got into this to make music and not just help artists who are making music so i decided to do like a 1 month challenge for myself where it's like this uh, website where you put your credit card details in and you get a referee and you put a challenge and if you lose you lose money uh, if you don't like kind of meet the challenge so I, I put like if I don't write four songs in a month and distribute them and finish them I'm gonna lose 200 bucks um <laughs> and I and I got my wife's brother uh to be the referee he's like you know he, he wouldn't let me I knew for a fact he wouldn't be cool with like just being like oh yeah you did the challenge he was like no you gotta finish it um so that was like my kick in the ass to like get started and I I don't regret it at all and that's kind of how Updog started and you know, now I'm kind of like juggling. Well, I'm not juggling. It's, it's pretty smooth, to be honest, but I'm doing my full-time job as a label executive um, at this company called Cloud Kid. We're signing a bunch of artists, big YouTube channel. Um, and on the side, I'm just doing my thing as Updog and just like writing music in my spare time, just having a great time, honestly, just having fun, you
1: know? Wow. So do you actually produce your own music? You said you were an audio engineer, like major in college. So do you produce your own music too?
2: I used to, um, and then I realized uh, that's not my, you know, that's not my specialty. (laughs) I found, like, a much better producer who was, like, this guy, like, is incredible. Uh, I've known him since he was, like, 16. I kind of, like, signed his first music, um, and we were good friends. So I just kind of, like, I think the first few songs I produced basically fully and wrote and all that stuff, and then I was, like, hey, dude, like, you're awesome. Can you please (laughs) produce my music? Because this takes me, like, a month to finish a song when I produce it. Whereas now I can finish a song in two days with him, and it sounds like perfect, you know. Um, so
0: how do yeah. you balance? You mentioned a wife. I don't know about your family, but you mentioned a wife. You mentioned like a career. Like, mm-hmm. how are you balancing this? <laughs>
2: um, I think you know. I've been doing this for a long time. You know, I've been I've been doing my label career for almost ten years now. So um, I'm at a point there where I'm like. I mean, it's a nine to five, or I mean, probably nine to seven, or whatever. Um, <laughs> so like, I have a relatively normal life on that. end. I kind of know how to do that. And then, you know, for like the up dog side, it's just like, when I have some free time, I meet up with my, with my other co writer, we would go in the studio for a day, once a month, we just like mess around, get weird and wacky and finish a song a day. And that's kind of like my approach. And then I have my producer. So For me it's been about like connecting the dots and allowing myself to kind of do what i'm best at which is just writing and singing and just like finding my my lyrics through just living life um and you know my wife is super supportive she's an artist too like this part back here is her art studio so she paints um so you know it's just us two and our dog so it's just like it's pretty chill so you don't
0: you don't waste time putting music out then i mean i talk about artists sometimes it take months years long mm-hmm. process of producing music or getting it just right like you you just go
2: yeah i mean i think for the last year or two at least i've i've definitely been putting out trying to put out a song a month at least i mean <laughs> some point this year i was doing like two songs a month uh, it kind of depends on like my output or how inspired i am or how prolific let's say i'm feeling in, in the moment um but like i said you know for me like writing music is like it's my therapy (laughs) and it's Uh my diary um and you know like I don't a lot of people are like oh you should write a diary I'm like dude I just write lyrics so uh I need to put it out there because it's how I'm feeling right now and for me that's that's what speaks to me in writing music it's like I want people to know right now what I'm going through what I'm feeling if I'm sad if I'm happy it doesn't matter just Mm -hmm. right now um so for me, that's why that model works. Because I, like I said, I've done it where I waited a year and then I was like, I'm happy now, though. Yeah. And these songs are really sad. <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't doesn't feel genuine any, anymore, you know? So,
1: yeah. So, does your music kind of like come from real life, like events? Like, does a lot of your music come from what you're going on, what's going on in your life?
2: For sure. Like, I think it's gotten to a point now where I can capture like daily events or just like what i'm going through right now i think when i started you know i mean i've obviously developed my writing style and i found my voice more but i think when i started i was definitely like just drawing inspiration from other like just trying to be more dramatic and trying to create scenarios which weren't super real to me yet um but now right now like my writing is just very like uh, it can be as like just uh let's say as basic as like me going out for dinner and experiencing <laughs> me like talking about that or going on vacation, having a bad yeah. holiday. So for me, just gotten that to that point now where I can do that. And for me it feels creative and cool. Let's say, you know, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. You set me up perfectly honest because when you said writing is your therapy as a therapy, a mental health professional, you know, we have a shirt that we put out with our merch that says reactions are my therapy. And for so many people, Mm -hmm. they've said that to us like video reactions, they watch them. They, they get to watch the actual song and the video, and they also get to be able to hear somebody's take on it and and they can relate to it. Mm -hmm. And so I am such a huge believer in the mental health field, number one of music, but also art and expression that gets Mm -hmm. people to a healthier place. So the key is what's in here has to come out. And if it's stuck in here, it's jammed up, it's corroded and it's not good. So I love hearing an artist like yourself talking about getting what's in here out. And it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. this magical analysis of our history and our past. And it can just be, look, I'm okay. I'm getting through life. I've got a job, I've got a family but sometimes I feel like horrible or I feel completely, you know, depressed and it doesn't mean it's the end of the world, but I I love how you said that, that it's your therapy. So tell us, yeah. Like, like Mm -hmm. what is it therapy from for you? You mentioned a lot of stress points with just your life, but what would writing be Mm -hmm. therapy from for you? What does it help you kind of hash out and deal with?
2: Well, honestly, like what I've noticed the past few years is that, I'm learning to understand myself through it. You Mm -hmm. know, like I've written songs. Like when I write lyrics quite often, it just kind of like, for lack of better words, like it's like I'm puking it out. I'm not even thinking it's just like (laughs) it's just thoughts that are just it's a stream of consciousness that's just going on paper. Um, and, And the interesting thing for me is like I'll go back and read my lyrics a year later, months later. And suddenly I'm like, oh, like wow like this actually when i wrote it i didn't realize what i was writing but and it was a subconscious thought that came out which now makes total sense and i totally understand myself and that's been my therapy it's been like discovering myself and i think the last years that i've been doing this i've slowly slowly been like chiseling into like Mm -hmm. finding the inner yannis and being like dude like this is you this wasn't you so you know um i think that's been the therapy aspect and and just also like when i'm just honest when i'm pissed when i'm sad uh just laying it down on paper that's always since i was a kid like i would write songs and when i would especially when i'd go through breakups like i was hopeless romantic and like you know 16 year old Giannis getting his heart broken like writing a song about it like (laughs)
0: nothing,
2: (laughs) nothing better than that man um so, you know, I think that's been my, that's how it's been a therapy for me. It's just a way to get it all out and be cool with it. And even when I've had moments where I've dealt with addiction, just like even mm-hmm. writing that down, hearing back the song, it just um, makes me feel more empowered in that moment when I'm going through a craving or when I'm going through a tough spot where I'm like, man, I don't want to give into it. Like, even like, what's up, dog? When I sing just the melody, hey, you, what's mm-hmm. up, dog? I'm like okay man like you're good you're good you know it's like songs for myself to empower myself and that's always been i I don't write music for other people as selfish as that sounds so it's all for me to just feel it and feel better about it you know
0: that's pretty cool like to know number one i'm going to turn it off and number two i don't have to leave it there sitting there you mentioned okay. One of our huge supporters, Colleen, she has been the one who's been amazing at reaction therapy, but she also was the one mm-hmm. pushing your name for weeks of like, please do updog and and finally we were able to do it. And when we talked beforehand, you mentioned it a few minutes ago, uh, I feel like the imposter syndrome is kind of what creeps in sometimes on all of us. and I think she probably could relate to that. and you, even have talked about it today of sometimes the self doubt of who i am or who i'm presenting you seem like such a chill guy like just hanging out and 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 so normal here that mm-hmm. it's hard to understand a little bit because of being an artist but but talk to us about the imposter syndrome for you and just like cuz i think a lot of people can relate to that who we appear to be versus
2: who we really are yeah i mean i think I think the imposter syndrome is just something we all have to an extent, even people who seem like they're super Mm -hmm. confident and okay with themselves. I think imposter syndrome maybe is even sometimes, or, you know, doubt self doubt is sometimes what drives us to do things. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, for some people, obviously it's like crippling. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, my, my theory is always just like um, you can let, that like stop you from from doing your thing or you know living your life um, because you're too scared or you're too scared about what people will think. But I I think for me what's also helped when I started Up dog was just kind of like, hey, who cares? Grand scheme of things, stoicism. It's like it doesn't matter. Um, a, a, on the other hand, and then for me it's also like maybe this is really dark, but I ask myself like, you know what? If I'm if I'm in if I die tomorrow, right? Or if I die right now, whatever what will I, will I regret? Like, mm-hmm. will I be thinking about this moment and regretting that I didn't do it? Or will I be like happy that I didn't do this because I had to do something else that literally didn't matter to me? So I try and live on that concept as well, where I'm just, I go to a really dark place. I meditate on it for a second. And I'm yeah. like, and for me, that's what made me start this journey. I was like, you know what? If I die tomorrow, <laughs> what will I be the most sad that I didn't do? And that's, I didn't make music. And I'm like, why are you not making music? I'm too scared that I suck and people won't like it. It's like, who cares? Just try it. What's What's the worst thing that can happen? Man, so someone man. will hate your music. <laughs> <Thank> that, you.
0: <laughs> that's pretty well said because yeah. we live our lives so much wondering about, and I think it's different, honestly, honest. me being an older guy from another generation growing up with no social mm. media or or any internet or anything when I was younger, that there was less of that because you did whatever you were interested in or whether whatever you wanted to try to become, but there wasn't all this out there to see anybody else in the world doing something like that. And so uh, the downside is there wasn't the access to create music when I was younger, the way that there is now. So it's like a flip side, but boy, that imposter syndrome piece of, are we not doing something because we're afraid we'll fail or because we're afraid other people will think Uh, negatively about us and how crippling that is for so many people. How do you deal with your own, like just mental health and keeping yourself balanced? Well, I mean, you kind of have already described that, but you got a lot of impressionable Mm -hmm. people out there who, who listen to you and hear your words. And, and honestly, like we talk about it all the time, people know you and you don't know them. (laughs) And so how do you, how do you deal with your own mental health to not, either overwork or to not take mm. it too seriously and keep yourself balanced.
2: Yeah. Well, I think the one thing that internet has helped to an extent is that like, it feels a bit more anonymous when you do something. Um, yes, you don't, people are watching you, but you don't, because you don't see them, it's, it's it just feels like a void where you're just like, okay, sure. Like I got 2000 views it's just a number on a screen it's hard right. to like sometimes fathom what that means or put in perspective like two thousand people is a freaking stadium <laughs> um you know right and and you're just like that's scary but then you're like but then again what ha- nothing happened you know what i mean and i think that was the big realization when i started this whole thing i was always so scared again of what we're saying is being judged or people being like me thinking like oh man what if people think i'm cringe or lame or whatever and then when i did i was like okay cool like I'm still the same person I was yesterday when I didn't put it out and that realization for me was like the the thing that clicked which was like okay easy let's just keep doing this Mm -hmm. um and and then on the I think with the mental health side I mean you know I think the hardest thing for me in all this isn't the artist side it's honestly being a business person in the music industry I think that's that's the part which I've struggled with a long time Mm I'm like How do i balance the two worlds how do i switch off business and allow myself to be creative and vice versa um i think you know i've been i've been i've been working at it for like the last three years i I feel like i found it but you know i'm still not 100 there i still have really hard days with it where i'm just Mm -hmm. like man like i should be like from a business perspective everything i'm doing is completely wrong (laughs) but from a creative perspective everything i'm saying on the business side is completely wrong so it's just like (laughs) like fighting with myself um but I I kind of learned to wear two different caps you know I'm just kind of like it's business Giannis it's creative Giannis um but you know I think having just you know for me it's been like the biggest support in my mental health journey and like balancing everything is on you know it's been honestly my wife and my dog (laughs) like you know maybe it sounds pretty simple um when I put it like that but like when I'm just sad, like even just going and cuddling my dog, like I can't tell you how much an animal can like help Mm -hmm. you get through stressful situations. Obviously like meditating has helped. I mean, I don't meditate, but I have tried doing yoga, which is a Mm -hmm. form of meditation. Yeah. Definitely. Like physical exercise is great. Um, I think it's easy for like, and I've seen you talk about this a lot. It's like easy for people to get into like drugs, you know, drugs or whatever, alcohol, weed, you know, harder drugs, you know, um, cigarettes, you know, like, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm one who's guilty of going into that and like using these substances as an escapism, as a form to just be like, ah, I'm too sad right now. Let me like do whatever, you know, Um And I think I've also tried to over, as I'm maturing, I'm also like, Uh you know, if you're giving into those temptations, when you're feeling sad, that's, that's when the real issue is right. Like, cause you're, you're not dealing with your problems. And I think for me, it's just been like learning how to just deal with really tough situations Mm -hmm. and just doing them honestly a sober, but also just like facing them head on and realizing it's not killing me. It's not ruining my life. It's just a rough patch. And, I'll get over it eventually, like life moves on, and um if if you just know that there's everything will if you just keep that in the back of your head, it will just get better eventually as long as you just keep doing your thing and you keep having a positive outlook
1: I mean those well are kind said. of the
2: I've said a lot of things, but that's <laughs> yeah very
1: well said. those are great that's perfect so I want to ask you about um since you are an artist, I'm sure you look up to people, mm-hmm. so what who is like a couple, one or a couple artists that you look, look up to as a musician, but also like as a person too.
2: Man, it's tough to say um, from a person perspective because I I don't know a lot of these artists personally. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I think a lot of them might have a facade of being super good people, and I'm I, I might be like, but then you get to know them, and you're like, you suck, dude. <laughs> <No>. um, so <laughs> yes. which is which is a real truth in, in this industry. Like a lot of people really suck, um, but. Uh, I I, from an influencer perspective to be honest like someone I've started looking up to recently uh, that's cool if I talk about that angle Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. I've really started looking up to PewDiePie um, Mm -hmm. you know which is which is interesting because for the longest time I thought he was like I was like ah okay he's kind of a douche he has like a long history of bad things but (laughs) the more I and maybe this is again YouTube editing makes him look better but I just I'm just realizing he is he seems to be genuinely like a really down to earth guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, he's just living his life. He's practicing stoicism. He's learning how to like deal with his emotions. And he's kind of adopted the same mentality that I have now on the YouTube front where he's just kind of, he says like, I'm retired, which just means like, I don't care anymore. Like about <laughs> impressing anyone. I'm just doing content that I like. Yeah. And I, when I see that, I'm like, dude, that's, that's awesome. Like, that's what I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, music, Artist-wise, like, I, what, what I look up to creatively, like, God, it's so tough. I, I listen to so much music, that's my job. <laughs> I'm always, <laughs> no. like, finding new artists. But um, I think, like, someone I tend to look up to a lot is Tyler, the creator, just because I just love, like, he as well. You can tell he just doesn't care. He just mm-hmm. does whatever, man. And I'm just, like, I love that. I just love that he, he's not scared to be himself. Yeah. Um. Also, Lil Nas X. I I really love and respect Lil Nas X. Like the boundaries he's been able to break. You know, as a you know, starting in the country music lane and then coming out as a gay black man in the raps. You know, like dude, like mad respect. And he's mm-hmm. just doing his thing. Yeah. Um. So. Those are just kind of like two artists that pop into my head, which I'm like, yo, like I I really look up to them right now. Um yeah. so
0: what kind of yeah. like where where do you put your music then in terms of genre? Like where where does it fit? Because when I heard what's up, dog, it kind of went in different play, which I love in music when I hear like this, it's not mm. the same song the entire time. It has some gear shifting in it, but where do you where do you fit today and and kind of as time has gone on?
2: yeah i mean i i gotta say i've i continue to try and reinvent myself because I get bored very easily <laughs> um so that's that's one thing I don't know if I have like a d h d but it, if if i do it, it would make a lot of sense <laughs> um but you know like I started out definitely as a more sad like kind of emotional like alt rock artist i then started trying to like rap um, as you heard in what's up dog i'm, tr- I'm playing around with it a bit more yeah. you know now i'm at a point where i'm like honestly making like super ca- like poppy chill music but it still has this like ironic cynical up dog vibe which is me as a person i'm rapping more i'm, I'm mm-hmm. starting to like write in greek as well like i'm throwing wow. greek lyrics in my songs out of nowhere because like hey that's no one's done that like let's try that out because i'm greek originally so i'm like yo let's (laughs) let's implement that so i'm just kind of doing whatever man like whatever i'm feeling in the moment and i love to experiment i you know i hate just being like i'm gonna be this artist like i'm whatever i'm whatever i'm feeling in, in that month or period so It's it's always going to be evolving and changing, I would say. That's that's the Updog project.
0: (laughs) Well, I saw a comment, speaking of that and and the What's Updog, when I watched the video, and I saw a comment Mm. you made in there, and I don't know if you remember writing this, but I want to read it because it really spoke to me the way you wanted people to hear your message, and you said in there, if there's one thing I'd tell anyone, it's to not let your fears stop you from ever giving your passion Or creativity a chance you might surprise yourself so I want to read that again for people so they can hear this because it's pretty important to hear I think what his message is if there's one thing I'd tell anyone is to not let your fears stop you from ever giving your passion or creativity a chance you might surprise yourself do you remember writing that and because that that was really well said
2: Uh I don't specifically remember writing it, but uh that was what the song was about. And funny enough, when you reacted to the to the song, that is you kind of like dissected the song and you kind of made the point of of that comment basically. And I was like, yo, like Tom's got it, man. <laughs> you heard me. Uh, which was really cool to 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 hear because I feel like a lot of people just read what's up, dog, and they're like, Yeah, there it is. Um <laughs> Which, which was also on purpose. I want. I love hiding mm-hmm. messages in my music, which kind of people need to think about a bit more. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what? Like on that comment, going back to, for obviously like, yeah, I surprised myself. <laughs> I, I still surprised myself. I'm still like, oh, you can do that? Like what? Like, I, I didn't know you could do that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's, it's allowing yourself, it's opening your mind to, to your abilities and what you can do. And I think, we're so, it's so ingrained in us as humans to believe we can't do things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like how we're raised. It's kind of like, yeah, well, you're not that. And I yeah. was, I was, I was, I believe that my whole life, I believe my whole life. Yeah. You're not going to be a singer. Like you're good, but like, you're not going to be a recording artist. Yeah. And, you know, obviously like I, I believe that for such a long time. And now I'm like singing and i my voice is just getting better and better. Cause I'm, I'm experimenting and I'm, and I'm open to it. I'm open to just like, hey, let me sound like the Backstreet Boys and see how that sounds. And it's <laughs> like, okay, that sounds cool. Um, or let me rap. It's like, oh, I can rap. What the <laughs> um, You know, and and um, so I, I just genuinely believe that. I'm a, such a firm believer on that, and I think being in the music industry as an as executive and business person for for 10 plus years mm-hmm. you know I, what i also really realized and why i pushed myself to get on this journey was like you know the difference between the a person who's managed to make music a career or just make music in general and for people to listen is it's just the people who just decided to do it honestly it sounds very simple but it honestly of the time, it's just, they just did it, man. They just decided (laughs) to get over this first step and they put it out. It's not like, a lot of them aren't the best vocalists. They're not the best producers. A lot of them like, yo, I know a hundred better people than you, but those a hundred people are sitting in their basement being like, Mm -hmm. oh, I need it to be perfect. And it's like, just do it, man. Like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Um, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. That was totally true. I feel that way with, with what, when we started too. Like we just decided to do it. We're like, we don't really mm-hmm. care what people think. We're just going to go ahead and see where it goes. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for my last question, uh, can you just give us like a day in your life? Because I know you do business and you also make music. So what is it like a normal day in your life look like? Or is mm, there a normal good day? Good
2: question. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I have a
1: very normal life. I got to say. Sounds busy like, though. <laughs> I, it's
2: it, it all like i think it's all like everything sounds busier um when you see it like laid out right but honestly my day probably looks like anyone else's i just go to work in the morning you know if, if, if i'm not feeling lazy i might go to the gym before work uh, you know whatever i'll walk my dog and come back and yeah, you know i just kind of like chill and watch tv and go to bed like hey, what do you like to do on a... like
0: weekend or free time like let's say you're not recording you're not i yeah. to go to the studio and do all that. What do you, what would you do yeah.
2: first? Um, well, I love cooking. That's for sure. Oh, like cool. I'm a, I love to cook. I love to, yeah, I love to go on, I have to go in nature and hike and share with my dog and my wife. Um, definitely I love going to live shows as well. Um, I, I mean, since I've been to Berlin, I'm definitely getting into more like going to live shows and just experiencing that. And just hang out with people, man. I like getting, I like doing deep talks with people like this. like I love this shit. like I, I, I can just go on for hours and go super deep with someone and talk about like life's big questions. Um, so yeah, I mean, honestly, I gotta say I don't I don't put that much time in the studio <laughs> as maybe it looks like. <laughs> I think I might put like once a month, a couple of hours to just like record my vocals and then one session a month, which will be like with my, with my co-writer for like. 5 to 8 hours and then we have a song like cuz like I said in the start like it's about working smart it's not about working so I, I'm not going to say it's not about working hard it is about working hard but yeah. more than anything it's about working smart mm-hmm. and I've learned that you just need to work smart and know where your weaknesses are and just you know let the rest take its course um so yeah an average day is a very average day for me man like I'm a pretty you know average dude <laughs> I got to say
0: I think that's a pretty good statement, though, that a lot of people, you said it before, can be either perfectionistic or have self-doubt. They spend so much time trying to perfect something or get something right that they don't just produce it, put it out. If you have a passion, if you want to try to plant something, build something, grow something, make something... That the best thing to do is uh, it's like the old movie Meet the Robinsons when you were little. Mm-hmm. It was so cool that uh, you know the best way y- you don't succeed if you haven't failed, you know if if you don't ever try, you don't fail, and you're not going to succeed without failing a lot before you actually succeed. And I'm sure you would say you've made a lot of music that you've looked at way back and thinking, man, where I've come from there, you know, like from there to here, I could look at our first beginning reactions and just want to throw up because they're terrible and (laughs) not that I was terrible, but I didn't know what I was doing nearly like I do now. And you as an artist, like I can imagine what you learn, Giannis being in studio with other artists and producing, you must really, that's a wealth of knowledge of how music is produced and what, what goes into it, like ingredients in a meal, right? Like you learn a lot.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah yeah i mean i you know i think i think it's interesting like just going back to what you were saying now and what you were saying earlier you know um i I think for me like the biggest again like the thing i've i always try and tell people um across the board it's always just like you know you said like oh i can't write lyrics so i'm not i don't want to be like a musician or, or a singer i can't sing you know and i I always kind of like point to DJ Khaled, and I'm like, <laughs> DJ Khaled, you know, he's just mastered the art of of knowing how to put people together, and he's like super famous, and he has albums coming out. He has well, very record. good, yeah. Um, so again, the the knowledge I've learned in going into studios is like, I don't go in there pretending, like saying like I'm going to be the producer, I'm going to be the guitarist. I'm just like, what am I the best at? I'm the best at this. So I'm going to just like sit here and do this. And I'll just watch you guys do your thing and give people space. And part of working with creative people is just like learning how to let go of things and just being like, do your thing. Um, I'm going to do my thing and I'll watch you. And I'm not going to like micromanage you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just one last thing I wanted to add to the last point you made was like, it's funny that you say like, oh, you look back at like, your old songs and you're like, Hey, that's super bad like you know and the funny thing is one of like one of my songs like useless you know like um when I put that out I didn't want I wanted to scrap it I was like this sucks This like a really bad song I'm really cringed out by it um and it has like six million streams on Spotify now and I'm just like okay I don't know anything about my music <laughs> like the fact that it can get that many streams on a song I absolutely hate and that again the, the funny thing is the stuff I hate the most does the best that's really annoying by the way i'm just like why can't people just like the stuff i like
0: <laughs> that's the uh, truth and nick you know, nick would be life. the one to tell you that those are the ones that have the most views you're right of yeah. what we've done it's like oh my gosh i feel like i just sat there like a statue but people there's so many comments you're right Giannis. Hey, the wisdom of Updog dog here to tell us don't put yourself down tom mm-hmm. Uh, too soon. Tell Come us on. this though. Okay, I want two questions to close this cuz I know you've got a lot going on. But first, what song sh- of yours should we react to next? And actually give us a couple. Yeah. Um and then secondly, what is on the horizon for you? You I think I read something where there's another song coming out real soon, but what's mm-hmm. on the horizon? So what should we react to coming up next couple songs and of yours and then what's coming next for you?
2: Mm-hmm all right song-wise funny i think you should react to useless um (laughs) what's up dog (laughs) because that is very much a song like it's it's a bit of a self-hate not a self-hate song it's but it's a very like uh yeah it's similar to what's up dog it's just less wisdom i would say that's just like just me being really sad in a song basically which i think that'd be interesting um man also like dollar signs I think it's a good one I think that's like you know it goes deep into like how we just you know we live our life just wanting to make money and like be materialistic uh, you know uh, you get the point of that Mm -hmm. Um, and I'd be really interested for you to react to my latest song that it came out a month ago called Vacatione because that is like the opposite of (laughs) what's up dog it's just like it's just like me writing on my life right now and just going through my daily life. And it's mm-hmm. called Vacatione. Like, I mean, the title alone is like, what, <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Um, <laughs> I love making up words by the way, on songs. So you'll find in that song, I'm like, Oh, that's a uh, interesting twist on that word. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, those, I would say those would be interesting to see. Um, and then what's coming up. Yes. Um, again, I'm just, I'm just writing writing music all the time but isn't there Um, a song coming out yes there's a song coming out on thursday it's called change in my pocket um and you know that song is all about like me kind of embracing my new my new persona or just who i am now like i feel like i recently moved to berlin and for me this has been like a really great move, like I'm really happy finally, mm-hmm. and I'm just like i'm I'm just excited about life and uh this song's about that, and just like forgetting the old updog who was a bit more sad and introspective and uh, depressed for lack of you know mm-hmm. um so it, it's all about that um and about how I love to change. I love changing, man, I love changing myself and I love rediscovering myself, and I think that's kind of the next era of updog is. Uh, a embracing change and Mm -hmm. opening my mind to finding my true self and also interestingly enough since i moved to berlin i've really embraced my heritage which is i'm like i told you earlier i'm from greece so i'm really starting to like be proud of that heritage because i grew Mm -hmm. up in a i grew up very i grew up in an expat sort of upbringing where i never was ever in my country i never lived in greece i i always lived in other countries in american schools so you know, it's always been like I've never felt home anywhere. Um, but I'm like I'm. I'd want to just embrace my Greekness and you know, sing in Greek and put more Greek influences in my songs. So uh, it's that's going to be the next sort of chapter and interesting journey of Updog. Um, and last thing, I have like a show coming up in Berlin, like my first wow. ever show as Updog. Um And the three years I've been doing this, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm a performer at heart, so I'm like, it's nice to like finally when sing is that going to happen live uh october 29th uh hasn't been you know officially announced but I, yeah, i'll announce it it's cool it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a small show in berlin it's like a 60 people cap um that's cool it's kind of like a very intimate show um yeah so i'm just gonna i'm you know i'm not gonna have a band or anything i'm just gonna be singing uh with like my backing tracks and just just having a good time and that's awesome. you know going crazy
0: on stage so <laughs> that is awesome be well hopefully somebody will record some of that and we could see it online yeah. somewhere how about that
2: absolutely <laughs> that cool? absolutely
0: Giannis, yeah. aka Updog, you've been great like the most chill guest we could have yeah. of just down to earth and we really appreciate it Good number age. one getting to hear your music number two seeing you in person now and then number three we get to now go in this music with more of a personal touch and knowing a little bit about you this this helps down hopefully we can do this again
2: i'd love to man this was awesome you guys were also super chill love your questions both really cool and down to earth guys man like love talking to you both so yeah i would love that would love that
1: nick anything else no thank you for for joining thank you for uh uh, watching our reaction to you, and um, hopefully you'll comment on our next ones too.
0: Oh man, we love that, Giannis. That <laughs>
1: helps us. You and betcha. I'm going
0: yeah. this week to listen to Useless. I'm gonna do that.
2: <laughs> My least uh, liked song, man. <laughs> now, now you'll have the context. You're like, oh man, he hated that song. But <laughs> I lost. <love that." laughs>
0: Thank you so much, updog. dog. Appreciate everything. We'll see you soon.
2: Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye.
0: Well, what an interview that was. I couldn't... I mean, I could have kept going. He could have kept going. he definitely could have. He was so chill. (laughs) And to just talk like a regular person that if you meet him on the street, he can just talk about whatever. But he clearly was into mental health. He loves creating music. He doesn't put too much pressure on himself to be anything amazing or perfect. Totally. And you know what I learned that gave me a little bit of peace of mind, reminded me of myself. He's got like a regular job. Like I can't imagine balancing, but I can because it's like me every day, you know, I do this, you know, therapy thing. And then I come home and I record and he's got a producing job where he's in with a bunch of different artists all day and Mm -hmm. then comes home whenever he's got time. Yeah. And he produces music, Yeah. but he loves his wife. He loves his dog.
1: Pretty cool. He seemed like a very chill guy. I would love to, um, he's the type of guy I would love to just hang out with, you know, he seems like he could could just, you know, have fun and chill. (laughs) That's a
0: guy that's totally relatable that to me, doesn't take himself too seriously, which I love of that. Yeah. And also is interested in other people. And I think he really appreciates what mental health is and I can't wait to see what's coming next with him. No, I'm
1: excited. Go follow up dog on. I think it's that it's up dog on Instagram. Go follow him. Make sure you stream his music and can't wait to see him. Um, see his new songs coming out. We've got some more coming up. He's given us the ones he wants us to do. We're going to go do those. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for watching this episode of the podcast. Make sure if you want to see an extra bonus clip to make sure to uh, become a member on YouTube or subscribe to our Patreon, Yes, you can find a about five five to ten minute bonus mm-hmm. clip of the Updog interview. So Wait, make sure you do that. There. And uh, yeah, and I think that'll do it. And we'll see you on the next, next Reaction, Reaction Therapy, therapy Podcast. podcast.